podcast one production. Welcome to Concussion, where Professor Vicky Anderson helps you understand everything important you need to know about head injuries, the lasting effects it may have, or whether it's just nothing to worry about. So concussions are incredibly common, but one thing that seems to be a massive issue is the lack of community awareness around concussions, and this is where technology really comes into play. So to help talk on these points, we've got Patrick Clifton, who is the Head of Health, Safety and Laws at the AFL. Patrick, welcome. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do. Sure. So I've been at the AFL for about seven years and, and one of the primary areas of, of, of my focus is the, the topic concussion more broadly and that's everything from the elite level and, and, and what we do on, on match day and with our clubs but also in this context, um, the community level. So the awareness and, and the tools available to ensure that ensure that those out there that are, that are playing football understand concussion and if in the unfortunate event they get a concussion, how to how to manage it properly. So why do you think there is such a low awareness around it? I think the, our knowledge of concussion has improved so much in the last five or six years. I think there's a, there's a natural time lag. Certainly those like our clubs at elite level, they're really well resourced and, and that, that knowledge is translated a lot quicker, but particularly the communal level and, and in the country regions even more so, that that knowledge just takes takes time to get down there. So there's a natural probably absorption from what they see on TV, but we also need to bolster um, that natural absorption with some with some good practical resources and information so that so that yeah they're they're managing it appropriately. I suppose that's where the app comes in. You've partnered with Vicky and her team to create HeadCheck, the head injury app. Yeah, that's right. So we, we share some sort of common uh, common involvement, I guess, in some concussion initiatives and. Coming after some some yeah, conferences a few years ago, the discussion was well, we should there's a potential for a really good partnership here, and, and there's common aims. They see a lot of kids. On Vicky, will be able to talk to that. See a lot of kids, particularly with concussion. So the first iteration was a, a child, a children's app, and then we're in, in discussion at the moment, a development moment for an adult version of the app of the Headcheck app. What's the main feature of the app? Why, when you put it together, what was the main goal? So the main goal was to translate the evidence that's out there on websites and in scientific journals into a form that was accessible on the sidelines. So a digital tool seemed to make sense. So we can put it on people's phone, so the coach's phone, the first aider's phone, the parent's phone, and they can just tap on it and get the information, the accurate information about how to recognise a concussion first and then what to do about it once it's happened. So where is it sitting now? Is it finished? Is the app ready to go for parents and coaches? Yeah, absolutely. So we launched the children's version of HeadCheck for the 2018 season. We've had over 20,000 downloads already, which is was a really promising... 50,000 po- Sorry, there you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of the loop with the numbers. 50,000 downloads. I think we've, we've been pushing it in, in tandem with MCRI through our, through our networks. Um, across all of Australia via the state. So really pleased to hear that the numbers have escalated rapidly since my last update. And that's that's really promising given we're in the off-season now and we'll, we'll push it again leading into the um, the 2020 community season as well and hopefully see some really good sort of usage stats and, um, yeah. and some good trends coming out and some good data coming out. Yeah. So what are the main features of the app? 
So two main components of the app. The first is a recognition part where the child has a head knock and then the coach or the parent goes through a whole series of symptoms that are listed on the app and they just yes or no. And based on that, they're given guidance about whether to just sit the child out, which is the the least uh, dramatic <laughs> action, uh, or to seek medical attention or to call an ambulance. So, for example, if a, if a child's having a seizure or they haven't regained consciousness, you call an ambulance. So that's point one. And then the coach can SMS the parent if they're not there with all the information about what's happened. And then the recovery phase starts and so basically that recovery phase is putting the current guidelines into practice. So 48 hours of rest and then quickly after that getting kids back into exercise and activity dependent on how severe their symptoms are. Mm-hmm. What I would add is I think that recovery piece, I think mm-hmm. that the awareness of probably spotting a concussion has improved over the last mm-hmm. few years but particularly when a child gets a concussion, I think there's probably a degree a degree of panic from the parents often. So it really provides a practical tool to sort of guide them through that return to school, mm. return to sport process, and, and to also takes the pressure off the emergency room. So not every single one is, is putting a really high burden on those resources. Mm. And I suppose, as you said before, it's getting being able to get that app out to more rural areas where that knowledge and lack of awareness is more prevalent. Absolutely. And just going back to something Pat said, um, parent anxiety is such a key issue. So when we look at our research data from our studies, the biggest predictor of delayed recovery is parent anxiety. So the more we can reassure parents and give them steps to take, we think the better the child's outcome will be. Absolutely. And also given the way that knowledge is trending, that putting a child in a dark room to let them recover from a concussion isn't the best way to do mm. it as well. So the, the whole concept of active recovery and, and getting them on their feet and moving again as soon as possible, just as long as they're not symptomatic, that that really in, ensures, I guess, that the recovery is as fast mm. as possible and there's no, so no ill effects on the child longer term. What improvements have you seen around since releasing the app? Yeah, it's a really good question. Certainly the the awareness of it. I've been really pleasantly surprised and obviously even with the, the numbers around the the awareness of the app. I mean, it's it's hard. I've spoken to a few community leagues and they've been sort of really call, calling out for I mean, the, the next question from them is where's the adult versions? Like, this is great for kids, but what about for our adult competitions? We need to know about return to work as well as, and then what about driving and those things? So I think it's sort of great and they've taken it with, with both hands, but we need more tools essentially. The, the job's only half done. So I think it's been really positively re- received. And I think there's just, again, that natural evolution of, of knowledge that hopefully we're contributing to. And I suppose a tool like this would be great in something like the AFL. Yeah, look, I mean, we AFL is a bit different because the, the clubs have ongoing professional medical care at all times. So it, it's sort of that that translation of all of the the principles and all the research into a digestible form. It's important to note it's not a diagnostic device because there's some medical legal implications. If you're saying you have got a concussion, it's it's signs and and symptoms to be aware of to potentially go, as Vicky said, go and seek medical advice. So that, that's that's the challenge. It's taking it from a an elite landscape where they've got all the knowledge and the, and the players being really, really well looked after, and translating it to a version, uh, to a yeah, to a forum and a 
a, a product that that can guide parents through through that process. Mm. Vicky, do you often refer to your patients to get the app? I do indeed. And uh, it's been interesting in our emergency department where the kids who have concussion often present that many of them actually have the app on their phone when they come in. If they don't, we've we've got a, um, information for them to get it on the app. And the, the um, physicians in the emergency department are very relieved because it's really hard for them to keep up with what's current best practice in concussion. And now they don't have to worry about it. They can just give the parents the app. Mm, and there's a lot of information out there. And that's the thing. So it's probably quite a confusing space. We find that once a child suffers a concussion, then a parent will try and go and read up on everything to try and get armed with the info. So this kind of just puts it in their hands and they don't have to look at information from the, the US and from the, the AIS and all the, the various bodies out there, which may not be, it might be conflicting in some cases. So saying, here's, here's the, the sort of the best practice guidelines of how you can manage your child through this, through this incident. Yeah, we've spoken over the series about how much the media likes to hype concussion. So the information and everything and the guidelines on the app, they're all evidence-based? Absolutely. Yeah. Vicky's our, our resident expert on the evidence base. So they're, they're basically a translation of the concussion in sports group uh, guidelines for paediatric sport and endorsed by all of the major sporting codes worldwide. So they have pretty good credentials behind them and, and we just as I said, translated them basically step-by-step into the guidelines, into the app. The other thing that's probably worth mentioning is that more and more the app's getting into schools. So uh, I've seen recently some school newsletters that are actually encouraging parents to, to download the app for their school kids. And so it's not necessarily just a sports concussion app. It's a concussion app, mm. uh, even useful for preschoolers. Really, Yeah, really important mm. point, even though it's been a partnership between mm. the AFL and the Murdoch, it, it, it's very sport and environment agnostic. I mean, a lot mm. of concussions occur from kids falling off their bikes or falling off the monkey bars. And so um, certainly not confined to, to the football landscape by any means. We want it to be out there used by, mm. used by schools in the entirety of the community because we think it's a, a really positive um, resource. Yeah. So, they, so can you create a profile on it and then you track basically your symptoms that's exactly right. So the, the way the recovery uh, component works is that the parent or the young person uh, puts in their symptoms. So there's a symptom checklist. They just check whether they've got the symptom and if they have how severe it is. And then based on that, we can identify whether their symptoms are stable, whether they're reducing or whether they're increasing and what their symptoms are. So are they having headaches and fatigue? or are they having dizziness and balance problems? And based on those symptoms, we can then either say, well, yes, you might get back to to running and some sport or no, don't do that, but you can do some homework. And so gradually we get them back first to just gentle exercise, then school, which can sometimes be gradual, and then eventually after a medical check back to sports. But I think that a really key part of head check success is a collaboration between a child health organisation and a key stakeholder like AFL. And so if we had have done it on our own, it would have, you know, sat on our website and not been used. But partnering with AFL, it just brought it to life and got it out into the community. And, And I think, you know, for us, we work to make a difference to kids' health 
And this is a really great example of how you can do that. Yeah, and I guess whilst we haven't haven't really needed to push it that hard because the the community um, leagues and competitions have been so receptive to it, which I guess is shown by the uh, the download rates. The other thing I'd say is there's a lot of apps out there, so it's really important to have the design of the apps such that it's it's easy to use and practical. Yeah. Because a lot of apps sit on your phone and and you'll you'll download it and never use it again. Mm. So I think the the process that we went through in terms of making it as practical as possible has probably really contributed to, to, I guess, the success of it to date. When do you think the adult version will be ready? And that's the million-dollar question. We've got a meeting on it <laughs> later this week, early next week. Yes, and I've got a meeting tomorrow and then a meeting next week. So, yeah, it's, it's well on the way. It, it's going to be part of the same app, so you'll still look at head check, but you'll be able to then choose uh, whether or not you want the child version or the adult version. Yeah, we wanted to make it ideally the same app. So again, there's no confusion. So you, you're operating the same app and then you select whether it's or how old the person is and if it's it's you or if it's a, a child and then it and it takes you through that process. So otherwise, again, it's a, it's another app on the phone and you might be using the, r- the wrong version essentially. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the plan. We're hoping certainly it's available come the 2020 um, community football season um, and, and get some, some really good data. And that's the other really valuable thing, the, the data that goes in uh, we're able to get de-identified sort of metrics. So where are the concussions occurring in a, in a football context, um, ages, um, duration of recovery, which will actually really inform where where our guidelines and potentially even where worldwide go, guidelines go as well. It'll, it'll feed into the next, I guess, consensus meeting of all the sports. So it's a really strong opportunity to, to, to change practice as well on, on a worldwide scale, given there's not much that I'm aware of that that will have this sort of span and scope with with the numbers of incidents being entered. Concussion was produced and presented by me, Matt Dwyer. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and the executive producer is Jennifer Goggin. Special thanks to Professor Vicky Anderson. 